Good morning. Welcome to church. Thank you for joining us this morning. Um, I hope that if you are having a half term break that you are enjoying yourself. With the school starting again tomorrow, I don't hope you need to work too hard um, before the next holidays arrive. But to each and every one of you that's, um, that's decided to follow us this morning, um, welcome. It's my prayer that with our sermons and uh, with church this morning that the Lord will work in your life. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord Jesus, if we pray this prayer, we know that our lives is in your hand and that we can trust you with everything we have, everything we are, and everything we dream about, everything we hope, also with everything we fear, um, you know of every aspect of our lives. And you know what we worried about. You know what brings us joy and what gives us peace. Thank you that we may come this morning with the, with the prayer that you will work through your word in our lives. Thank you for your word, that your words can never grow old. Pray this in your holy name. Amen. With COP26 around the corner, all of us are thinking about the environment, of thinking about Earth and wondering what's going to happen and how we can preserve it, how we can make and stand, how we can contribute to an healthy Earth. And I was thinking, how do we pray? How do we preach about that? What does the Bible says? And it took me back to Genesis 1. And I was thought I thought I was going to talk about uh, preserving the earth, and then something else. Um, Lord, talk to me about something else from Genesis one. So let's let's read Genesis one. We're going to start verse one, and then uh, from verse twenty-six. Genesis one, verse one. In the beginning, God created heavens and earth. Now the earth was formless, empty darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And then we read how how the Lord created everything. Started with the lights. Um, and and through everything that he created and every time we read after he finished with her, with his work of creation for each day he said it was good. Um, second day he created and it was good and on it goes. And then we read um, verse 26. Then God said let us make human beings in our image in our likeness. So that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours, be yours for food. And so all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move on the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made. And it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning the sixth day and um, that concludes our scripture reading throughout the whole of chapter one there's this one refrain that 
being kicked repeatedly. God saw what he did and it was good. Five times we read it. And then in verse 31, after he created man, um, he looked again at everything and he said, it was very good. The story of man, God's story with the earth, God's story with human beings starts there. At the place where it was positive and where the creative God was working and, and where, where the potential of people was acknowledged and, and God couldn't say anything else of mankind than it was very good. So we can say that the place we're coming from is a good place. And I think if we look at the story, that's the, the first thing maybe. This I think there's three issues here that I want to talk about. The first thing is that our story and the story of our world starts at a good place. Because God created everything and he said it was good. Um, our kids um, are in uni, so they don't come home that often. But I believe that home must be a place where they want to come to, where they are safe, where they know they, they, um, they have security, where they know they're being accepted unconditionally. place where they know they, they are being accepted for who they are. And isn't that exactly the same that we expect from the Lord? That the place where the Lord is, is exactly the same. Where we are accepted and loved unconditionally. Where we have security and where we are safe. Where we are acknowledged for who we are. And we call it home. <laughs> That's what faith is about. That's what what a relationship with God is about. Um, we understand religion as this whole process of, of reaching out to God, of, 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 of searching for God, of trying to get hold of God, of, or, or trying to, to, to move into His presence. And then, and then the second part of religion is what do we do when we come into His presence? How do we deal with Him? How do we deal with God that's here? That's why we read our Bible and I believe why we pray and why we go to church. Because we know it's a good place where God is. When God creates heaven and earth, it starts off as a good place. And, and we know and we can know that we can always go back to this relationship we have with God as this good place. The second idea from Genesis 1 is that the first thing we heard of mankind is that mankind was good. When God created man, mankind, he says in, in verse 31, he says, and it was very good. That's the first thing we read of man in scripture. Because that was God's plan from the beginning. And if we can build our lives on that, 
on the fact that God made us good, something new can happen in our lives. And unfortunately, we struggle to believe that because we don't believe we're good enough. Um, and we are reminded too often of everything we can't manage or of everything we're not, and everything we do wrong, and everything we can't do right. Um, we don't look at ourselves and not often do we feel good enough. We, we look at people exactly the same way. And, and, and to be honest, we know our mistakes and our faults and everything we do wrong. We know it very well. It's not as if we want to hide behind this fact and try to negate the fact that sometimes we do get things wrong and sometimes we sin and sometimes we make mistakes. But the first, the first step the Lord gives towards man is from this position. We are good. He created us good. And you know what? If when I read this, I, I, I thought, but it's so easy to, for us to be defined by what is wrong in our lives, about the things that we can't manage. It's so easy to be uh, to be known by the things we don't get right. But we can write another story, and this story starts here. Where we can, can come to the point where we can know, but this is the way God sees us. This is the way God thinks of us. That we are good. We have the potential to be amazing. In 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 in, in children uh, children education, normally what they will what, what they tell us is that it has a very negative impact on kids when they always hear that they're not good enough. When they criticize the whole time. When, when, when we put a lot, of, um, a, a, a lot of focus on everything they couldn't manage to do, it, 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 it bends their spirit, that's what it says. We know in children's education, for a child to grow um, into a healthy adult, it needs to be accepted and loved unconditionally. And I think we must tell that to our kids much more. Because that's exactly what God does with us. He loves you unconditionally. He accepts you for who you are. There's no two ways about that. Nowhere in the Bible I read about the fact that we are born bad. There's no such thing. Yeah, we want to believe it. And, and sometimes when we look at people, we feel like it. And, and sometimes when things goes wrong, we... we we blame it on the fact that mm, I can't help, I'm born in sin. That's not true. The Bible says you are born good with amazing potential. You've got a choice to, to live out of that, to, to trust God uh, that He made you good and put in you the potential and um, to put in you the seed of His love and His grace and His um, creativity. That's how He created us. The Bible says it. First, the first pages of the Bible. And I think we, can, we must start to think different 
about ourselves and our position before God. If God looks at you this morning, he don't see a sinner. He don't see someone that's not worthy of him. He don't see someone that's a bad person. He made us good. And if you think of what he did with Jesus, when he sent Jesus down to earth, the first thing God said about Jesus is, you are my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And that's the same words you've got to hear about your own life. I think we too often, we believe the negative story about who we are and who we can be. That's not the story of creation. The first, third um, interesting idea from um, Genesis 1 is that God created us good. And our responsibility is to be his representatives on earth. We read about that in chapter, uh, chapter 1 verse uh, 27. It says, so God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. God made us into his image and his likeness. And his likeness. People, people um, are supposed to look at us and see God. And be reminded of God. That was the plan. The way you treat people, the way you act, the way the, the, the way you handle difficult situations. People are looking at you and say, but and asking the question, Am I seeing God in your life? Or who am I seeing? What am I seeing? And when God created us, that was his plan from the beginning that we've got to be his representatives on earth. That's when Jesus came and called disciples and sent them out, said, go and change the world. Exactly the same, exactly the same thing happened then. Because we've got to show people what God is like, how God is like. Not, and not to scare them to, uh, to die, not to get them in, away from, uh, 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 from hell and get them into heaven. To tell them, no, no, no. To tell them and show them that we've got a loving, creative God who believes the potential of every human being, who believes in your potential. Mate, you're good. The interesting thing is, we are His representatives in every relationship we are in. That's why He says, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful, increase in number, fill the earth, subdue it. He, he actually is actually telling men, you've got to make other people better, make other people more, make the world a better place to live, make relationships better, better place to be in. That's our responsibility. That's what he called us to do. We've got the responsibility to change the, change the world. To make it a better place. We've got a responsibility towards our friends, our parents, our spouses, our kids, and people that work together with us. We've got the responsibility to make relationships better. To make people grow. That's what the image of God means. He gave us people. He, he, he put other people in our lives for us to make a difference in their life. And it starts... In your life, at the point where you realize, but whoa, God saw something in me that he, when he made me. And he said that I'm good enough for him. I'm very good. 
and and maybe we forgot that maybe there's too much things going on in our lives maybe we we heard too often that we're not good enough maybe maybe too often we are told off or not chosen or criticized maybe too often we start to believe those lies that we're not good enough that's not true you have opportunity today to write a new story of your life maybe you're at a point where you're down where you disappointed where you sad where you scared but how amazing is it when god created heaven and earth he said it was good when he created mankind he said it was good when he created you he said it was the best job he's ever done it's interesting if you look at hebrew old testament was written originally in hebrew it says after each day of creation um, it says in our, in our translation it said and um and there was evening and there was morning the first day and after the second day, it says, and the th third, fourth, fifth day. But, but actually it says it was a day. It was a second day, or a third day, a, a fourth day, a fifth day. And then after the sixth day, it, said, it says, literally it says, it was the day. This was the day. The most important day of creation was the day you were created. You were born. Nothing is more important than that. And you know what? We've got to start believing that. We've got to start living out of that. We, we've got to start being put down by people that um, tells us negative stories of who we are. Of course we make mistakes. And of, all, of course there's sin in our lives. And, and of course we make the wrong decisions. But that's got to take us back every time. Not to hell and not to death. But to creation. It must bring us back to the Lord that says, I made you good. I made you in my image. You're my representatives on earth. I want you to make people around you and the world you live in a better place. So let's go and do that. Because God said it's very good. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for, for this scripture. And we sometimes read it and, and miss this, miss the fact that you made us good. You made earth a good place and we, we are destroying our own lives and our earth and relationships. And your call this morning is for us to take responsibility and make it a better place because we believe that we are good enough, that you have seen our potential, that you know who and what we can be and can become. And that's my prayer this morning, Lord Jesus, for, for each and everyone that's listening and watching. To bring a conviction in their hearts and their minds about what you see in them. And I want to repent of sin and to repent of things we did wrong, wrong choices we made. And, and, and things we did that hurt people, hurt ourselves. And, and Lord Jesus, I want to ask you to help us to stop that. To change it because you know that we can be better. And that's who we want to be. Thank you for this promise in scripture. 
Thank you that we can live of it with the conviction that your love, your unconditional love, want to change us for the better. Pray this in your holy name. Amen. We have opportunity to bring our offerings. You see there's a lot of options available. Northern Ward, Southern Ward, London. Um, it doesn't matter where you give, but please give. Let's, let's give in a way that we can thank the Lord for what He is doing, for the fact that He's good. And He loves us unconditionally. So let's thank Him with our offerings. Thank you for joining us this morning. It's my prayer that the Lord will... Will, will, will show, will work in your heart and mind, will show you his love, his, his grace for you. Um, if you want to be in contact, you can send an email to info at Um And I want to remind you of our church services at our different wards. Um, it's amazing if you can join church on a Sunday. Uh, we will continue with this online church services because sometimes people aren't able to come. Sometimes we don't have church services. So keep on joining. Keep, us, you know, keep on following us. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.